Hello, you beautiful Americans. You're so pretty. God damn it. At least I don't talk about the weather. You shut up over there. It's kind of cloudy out there today. Shut the fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Every Uh, time. You know what? Can't just say hi to people anymore. Son of a bitch. No, I just got to find a way to Son piss of you bitch. off. Yeah. It does take a little bit, I guess. But yeah. sometimes. I think we've been on a roll today. Not if I'm driving. Jackasses. It's pretty easy to piss me off. <laughs> like that time I reached over to smack your horn at some asshole and you like karate chopped my arm out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too used to doing, to like defending it. Yeah. Because then it's like you're the one that's got to answer for it. Right. Because you're clearly the <clears throat> the driver. This is true. Oh, you know, we have been kind of at we've been kind of fucking. I don't want to say assholes to each other because that's would imply that we were being mean and hated it. There's nothing wrong with being an asshole if it's in good fun. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I guess shit. this is true. Yeah, but mm. we're in the wrong profession, man. You know that. Well, we should have played baseball. Well, you're damn straight. Although. To give baseball credit where credit's due, Mm -hmm. it takes a long time to get from, like, say, draft day to the major leagues. Oh, for sure. So I want to look at... What are we talking about? On average, someone spends in just the minor leagues is about two to five years? Uh, Yeah, anywhere from two to five. Yeah. And that's only... There's not, like, a set number of... You know, you get drafted, you spend this much time here, this much time here, because you have to go from rookie ball, low A ball, high A ball, double A ball, triple A ball, and then the majors. Fuck yeah. So there's not like a there's not like a set number like, oh, you spend six months in rookie ball, six months in low A, six months high A. No, you you just gotta freaking work your way into them. Yeah, yeah. Well you gotta work your way into it and then you also uh What's the what's the term I'm looking for? Um, like there's organization issues. Like you, there's no there's just no guarantee that you're even gonna make it to the pro league to the pros at all. You might spend ten fucking years in the minors and never see a big league stage. Right. And then you got to worry about uh, money. Cause shit, dude. Yeah, they don't unless you unless you get signed on with the pro team, you ain't making shit. Well, if you're in the minors, you only make about ten grand a season. Yeah, that's nothing. And you only get paid during the season. Yeah, but then you look at too. Because how long so, is this baseball season? About six months. In the minors, it's about. I want to say it's like April to September. April, May. five, six months, something like that. So it's not like horrible when and it comes to pay wise, but ten grand ain't gonna get you by for very long well 10 grand over a five month period that's not no that's not a lot no plus that's that's before taxes yeah people forget about taxes but uncle sam likes to take his piece uncle sam gonna take his hey no politics shut up uncle sam's not even a real person suckered you into it he is. He was a goddamn American, and he recruited everybody. Shut up! Don't Shut you up. don't you diss on them American parachute pants. So speaking of that, I pulled up a uh, old Major League Baseball draft just to see kind of where we're at. Right. So 2009 or 10 years ago, first pick overall was Steven Strasburg to the Washington Nationals. Obviously, now he's a big name pitcher in the major leagues. Right. Um. What's that? Oh, that's what that was. Yeah. Crackling and popping and whatnot. So, and I believe Steven Strasburg just signed a seven-year, $245 million deal to stay with the Nationals. No, no shit. Yeah, so that's one of the exceptions, I guess. But then you look right down after him, the second overall pick, Dustin Ackley to the Mariners, Uh to the Seattle Mariners. Uh, looks like it took him. He didn't make his major league debut till 2011. Spent four years with the Mariners, then went over to the Yankees and spent 2015 to 2016 with the Yankees, and hasn't played baseball since 2016. And how much did he get paid? I don't know. Oh, I didn't say. But then you go down to the third overall pick, Donovan Tate. 
Uh, he was a what the hell was he? Was he a pitcher? Oh, he went to. He was an outfielder, picked third overall by the San Diego Padres. Uh, but he actually ended up going to college to be a quarterback for the University of Arizona. Not really. I don't know if he was any good, but hmm. his Wikipedia page isn't that isn't that great. But it is. It's a weird thing, man. Like there is no no guarantees in professional sports. I don't know how much Babe Ruth made back in the 20s. Oh, shit. Uh, well, let's see. In 1961, Roger Maris got paid five grand to play baseball for the year, and they considered that a lot. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say Babe Ruth paid 50 bucks. I don't know. Um, No, they paid him a fuck ton. Hmm? So. Well, he was Babe fucking Ruth. <laughs> New York Yankees announced the purchase. Of Babe Ruth. From the Red Sox. George Herman, Babe Ruth from the Boston Red Sox. They purchased him from the Boston Red Sox for $125,000. They purchased him. So. What is he, a fucking slave? And let's see. Well, nothing. <laughs> Never mind. Um, like shit, they talk about buying people like they're just. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say he was a man of color. So. What? Oh, baby. Never mind. I lied. This thing, wrong one. Wrong one. What the? F- okay. You know, we should just chop that right there. <laughs> God damn it, Josh. Don't hit me, please. God damn it, Josh. <laughs> God damn it, Josh. <laughs> the look you just gave me. <laughs> Good thing that's on camera. Oh, my God. All right. We've now established that Josh doesn't know what absolute dick uh, about baseball. I was thinking around the wrong guy. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, my wife's going to fucking... I, I'm probably... Your wife's going to let you have it. Oh, so Oh, your Jesus. wife's going to let you have it. All right. Well. Anyway, how much did they actually pay the dude? Ten grand a year. I'm fucking over this baseball shit. We're done. Let's move on. Let's talk <laughs> about something done. else. I'm not done <laughs> yet. Ten grand a year. I'm not done no, yet. Um, ten grand a year. Home run in 1920, hitting 54 home runs, connected for 59 homers in 21. Damn. When did he get 60, though? Because I thought 60 was the record for a long time. Um, well, fuck, he carried the Red Sox in 19. No shit. And still, they fucked that one up. Well, I mean, I shouldn't say fucked it up. They had a 66 to 71 record, but that's still pretty fucking shitty. That's sub 500. Mm-hmm. Never know. But where's the what year did he get 60 in? Are they not even fucking keep statistics back then I don't know <sighs> let's see well the Yankees retired as number three of course because he's babe fucking Ruth okay damn it I was thinking of Jackie Robinson right too much good I know That's you were thinking of Jackie Robinson right but god you're like 40 years off 40 years off, but his, bla- his oh, fucking his baseball card is still black and white. Outfielder and a pitcher. Yeah, black and white. Guess what color he is in the black and white photo. God Fuck off. Damn it. <laughs> God. I feel like you're actually mad at me. <laughs> Not mad. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> oh, that's worse. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you never know. Um, oh, I didn't know he actually played a year for the Boston Braves in 35. I thought he finished out the, his career with the Yanks. Uh, Never mind. So, what's up? You kind of have some big news today, don't you? Mm, no. No. What? What big news? You bought a fucking house. Well, yeah, but that's that wasn't gonna. I'm talking about baseball. You were kind of stumbling over yourself. You ran out of you ran out of gas on this. You're running on fumes. You're like, no, da, I do that because my whole, my whole point was you said they paid Babe Ruth ten thousand dollars mm-hmm. a year. What were you looking at? What was that? Like in ten thousand dollars inflation, inflation, probably about one hundred and twenty five hundred fifty. Oh, okay. Because the Yankees just signed Garrett Cole to three hundred and twenty four million. <laughs> what? Nine years. Nine wow. years, three hundred twenty four million, which. Roughly, if it was a ten-year deal, it would average thirty-two point four million a year. But it's a nine-year deal, so it's a little bit more than that. 
Holy shit. And then Steven Strasberg, who we talked about earlier, signed Monday, seven years, 245. David Price for the Red Sox is on a seven-year 217. Clayton Kershaw for the Dodgers is on a seven-year 215. Max Scherzer with the Nationals is on a seven-year 210. That's, yeah, we should yeah, yeah. We should have played baseball. Oh, so much. Yeah. My uncle, um, he was going to go play for the Warriors here in town. Mm-hmm. Um, he got a full ride over there. And he was he was probably going to be, you know, big league bound because he is just a damn good ball player. A lot of the Rigneys are. Um, and he was at a party. Uh-oh. Someone bet him money that he couldn't pick up this big Bertha. Big Bertha was at least, you know, three bills. He blew his knee out. Oh. That ended his baseball career. Don't pick up big Bertha. Yeah. Yeah. My grand, my I sound old. My grandpappy. 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 Actually Back in got, his day, he was actually drafted out of high school. Oh. Yeah, he played for the A's. Back when they were, yeah. Seriously? Yeah. No shit. Yeah, I'm not joking. He's got a page on, uh, like the minor league. Like grandpa, I know. Yeah. No shit, Sherlock. Yeah, no shit, I'll show you. He played for the fucking A's? He never made it to the majors. Still, though. Yeah, he got drafted out of high school. There it is, right in the baseballreference.com. Mm-hmm. Yep, good old Bill. Starting pitcher, throw left, or bats left, throws right. Six foot five, two hundred fifteen pounds. Born in nineteen forty nine. Let's see. He spent. He was drafted in nineteen. You okay there, bud? Yeah, this thing's been a fucking bitch to open. <laughs> he was drafted in nineteen sixty seven. Uh. He spent one season, one season in rookie ball and two seasons in A ball because this was back before they had high A, low A. They just had rookie ball. A ball, double A, triple A majors. Okay. So he spent two seasons in uh, A ball. Gotcha. And he was done at the age of 20 in 1969, which is the year uh, Pops hit the ground. Ah. So let's look at some statistics and then we'll be done talking about baseball because I'm sure everybody listening is like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I want to tell them about my new toy. Oh, oh yeah. Good. Talk about your new toy. Educate me on some baseball because apparently I, I lack it. <clears throat> yeah, you lack uh, determining skin color. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're going to never let me live that No, down. no, I'm not. So, 1967, old grandpappy was 18 years old. Uh, played for the athletics in the Gulf Coast League. Rookie ball. Starting pitcher, he had three wins, one loss. Uh, ERA of 3.15. Seven games, seven games played, two games started. Which means he came in relief in like five games. Mm-hmm. Uh, he pitched 20 innings in rookie ball, gave up 19 hits, 10 runs. Uh, no, no, seven earned runs. Gave up one homer, walked nine, uh, struck out 14. Struck out 14 guys in 20 innings pitched. Pretty goddamn good. That is pretty good. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad, not bad. Uh, let's see. Then in 68, he went up to A ball. Uh, where he played, had six wins with actually 11 losses. His ERA was about the same. It was a 3.28. Mm-hmm. Not bad, not bad. He, but he pitched 140 innings. So he pitched way more. Uh, gave up 70, 51 earned runs, six homers, uh, struck out 96 batters. Damn. Um, and then in 69, in his last year in pro ball, he had seven wins, six losses. ERA was f- uh, three flat. Mm-hmm. Um, pitched 93 innings, striking out 55 and giving up uh, six home runs. Damn. And he's got batting statistics, too, because back then everybody batted. What did he hit? His collective batting average for all three seasons was a 155, 155 batting average. That's pretty good. No, it's not. No? <laughs> no, it's not. Good batting average is like 250. Huh. Yeah. 
You know me in sports, dude. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But yeah, so that's my little tidbit. I don't know. Do I even have a hobby? Grandpappy played... Uh, raising children. Yeah. Raising children takes over. Yeah. Yeah, that's my little grandpappy played professional baseball. Damn. That's pretty cool. Oh. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. And did you see the Major League Baseball Union just agreed to remove marijuana from the drug of abuse list? Oh, no shit, huh? Yep. They will look at marijuana as I freaking try to get this knot out of my back. They'll look at marijuana the same way they look at alcohol. Huh. Is what they said. But. That's the way it's going to be on the federal level eventually. Yeah. It's not going to be long. But they agree to opiate testing. Oh, fuck yeah, they'd better. <clears throat> so I don't know how like narrow that's going to be. And, uh, as long as you don't show up and practice high. So under the changes, the MLB will now test for opiates, fentanyl, cocaine, and synthetic THC. Which, I don't know why you would do synthetic THC if you can smoke weed. Right, and you can get the concentrates and all that shit. Yeah, and... Yeah. But yeah. That so synthetic THC, that's like um, fucking spice, spice and shit like that, that right? That shit will kill you. Yeah, well, fuck yeah. I had a relative who he tried it and uh, fucking almost killed him. He was home alone, too, when he did it. Oh, my God. He ended up on the floor. Fucking, he felt like his heart was going to blow out of his chest, and all he could do, all he told himself, he just needed to stand up. Just stand up, or else he, if he laid there, he knew he was going to die. Stood up, and I don't know what he did. Ooh. But... He lived through that one. That shit will kill you. Yeah. Never tried it again. At least no. that's what he told me. Well, I bet. Wouldn't you learn your lesson if that was the case? <laughs> you would, yeah. Ew, yeah, exactly. Son of a bitch, man. Right. But oh, crap. Today in history. Oh, it's that time. It is that time. I'm just going to throw it in there. Da Vinci Notebook sells for over $5 million. Wouldn't you think Da Vinci's Notebook would sell for a hell of a lot more than five mil? Depends. What was in it? Well, let's see. Well, and that maybe I'm just thinking that because we just got done talking like triple million figures for baseball players. Yeah, 324 million for Garrett Cole. Right. It was written around 1508. 30, um, it was one of, okay, so it was one of 30 similar books. Okay. So I can get that. It contains 70 loose pages, loose pages featuring some 300 notes and detailed drawings all related to the common theme of water and how it moved. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wouldn't pay... Fifty dollars gives for that. a shit. About yeah, it. maybe it's just because maybe some like <laughs> it's Da Vinci's. Well, yeah, I mean it, it would be pretty cool, but yeah, they speculated though that the book would go from for seven to twenty million. So it actually uh, got lowballed. You know what? Yeah, I don't know about that. Seven to twenty million. It is yeah. Da Vinci though. This is true. <coughs> yeah. yeah, I mean it would be pretty cool. Yeah, but this. Oh, excuse me. Um, let's see. Today in history, December twelfth. Let's see. We have something about G Dub here. The original G G Dub, George Washington, the adjut, the adjutant of Virginia. Freaking Albert Einstein popping up on my page. Delivers an ultimatum to the French forces at Fort Le Boeuf, south of Lake Erie. Reit- reiterating Britain's claim to the Ontario <laughs> sorry can't read today the entire Ohio River Valley um, a lot of stuff happened with the um, Revolutionary War the British soldiers responsible for the Boston Massacre are acquitted on murder charges hmm. fuck them the Union loses its first ship to a torpedo USS Caro and the, Yaz- the Yazoo River hmm. 1862 in 1863, orders are given in Richmond, Virginia, that no more supplies from the Union should be received by federal prisoners. Yeah, shit, go from the Revolutionary War to the... Which war was that in 1863? Civil? Fuck. I just wanted to call you a dummy because I wanted you to say, like, World War One or Too something. Too bad I'm not a dummy. You're not, <laughs> you're not a dummy. Those are, that's my new insult to add in there. Dummy? You know how we talked dummy, about loser? loser. Yep. What was the other one? I thought there was a third. Was there a third one? I don't remember, but those are great ones. Like, if, could you imagine if you called, like, a 17-year-old dweeb? Like, you fucking dummy. Like, his mind, he would just be like, What? I don't know what to say. No, don't call me that. Don't Fuck you. That. I got a hipster popping up on my page trying to sell me something. That, that's going to happen a lot. 1930, the Spanish Civil War begins. 
Man. The Spanish Civil War? Yeah, there's a bunch of war shit happening today. People get bored in December and just start... Start killing each start, other. 18, 1967, the United States ends the airlift of 6,500 men in Vietnam. And they cleared out of Vietnam. 79, hmm. South Korean Army Major General Chun Du Hwan. Holy shit. Acting without authorization from President Choi Koi Ha orders the arrest of Army Chief of Staff General Jong Song Hua, alleging that the Chief of Staff was involved in an assassination of ex-president Park Chung-hee. Good God. <laughs> Shrimp was, fry rice. That was a Jesus lot of fun. Jesus Christ. You're a racist mother trucker. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm, that's hmm. not even... No. No. No, 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 no. Here's a painting that, speaking of the Da Vinci stuff, uh-huh. here's a painting that was made in 1916 and sold in New York for $85.812 million. Is it Mona Lisa naked? Uh, no. It looks like your four-year-old did it. Oh, it's abstract art. Bullshit. No, I it's not. That, I don't even know if that's called abstract art, but that is freaking stupid. I could see. I can see a burger. Uh, let's see. I can see... Yeah, I could see like some French fry action going on. Yeah. I uh, think someone got high on acid and, and was hungry. Bl- and a blue fucking square. Yep. We're going to call that the Slurpee. $85 million. Yeah, it's got that little red straw looking thing going through it. Why the... What's saying I can't just like throw up a canvas, throw a square and ruler up there, draw some boxes, throw some pretty colors in there, and maybe I'll just like splooge some white paint on it. Well, there was and one... And then sell it for a couple mil. The one I was trying to find... Um, I can't remember it was uh it just sold I think in New York. New York people have money issues or they just have so much money they don't give a shit what they spend it on. Oh right. Um but literally all it was was like a 10 foot by I think it was like a 10 by 10 or a 10 by 15 canvas. Uh-huh. All white with a single red line going right down the middle and it sold for like 15 mil. Okay. So the Salvatore I'm pretty sure Mundi, which the, is the Da Vinci painting. Yes. Yeah, that's the highest. Mil. Yeah, the highest paid. You painting. did the same look, yeah. the same research. The Mona Lisa, of course. But see, that one actually looks like something, and Da Vinci freaking painted it. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. That you pay half a billion for it, almost. Even that, it's still a little bit on the upside. I think. Yeah, it's a painting. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I mean, art is cool. It tells a story, but. Yeah. I mean, it's not that cool. Not $450 million cool. Unless you've just got so much fucking money. Right. You don't even know what to do with it. Well, it's like, I think um, th- no one knows where the real Mona Lisa is. Isn't there just copies? Or, or No, the real Mona Lisa is in, um, fuck, where is it? I thought it was in Paris. That's right. I don't, um, there we go. I don't know. You're Googling it. Yeah. The <coughs> Mona Lisa, yeah, Louvre Mi- Museum. It's in is Paris? It, is it? Lavrur or the Louvre? I think the it's the Louvre. Louvre. Yeah. Oh, okay, that would make sense. Yeah. Yep, it is. I don't know why I didn't think the original was out there. Well, but shit, you never. It might not it be not, the fucking original. No, they might have. I mean, you can with what you can do with technology, you can make the original look real because it's behind freaking bulletproof glass and heat sensitive shit. Yeah, it keeps track of that stuff. What's saying that it's that thing isn't hidden in a vault with a bunch of other artifacts, and that's just a copy. Kind of going back to National Treasure when they stole the Declaration mm-hmm. of Independence. Yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't they just put a fake one on display? You would think, right? Because who the shit is going to know the difference? Right, exactly. Yeah, unless someone's going to go and study it physically, actually. But in order to do that, I think you'd have to actually like hold it. Y- yeah, you would. To you'd be able to, to pick it up and say, okay, this is actually old or this is not right, old. Right. Exactly. But, but then at that point, it's like, at what point do artifacts, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's certain ones out there that like the Declaration of Independence, um, the Constitution, all those things. Right. They mean a lot, period, no matter what. Mm-hmm. But what, what good are they just locked up in a vault? Exactly. And then they're a piece of history. Yeah, and, exactly. But at the same time, I have no idea what else to do with them. Right. Yep. So. I mean... It's kind of, I, I could see how, maybe it'd be kind of cool to, you know, go and look at them, but why keep the originals up there? I don't if know. If someone else come look at it, I mean, you can Google 
now. You can Google the Declaration of Independence and look at a picture of it on your freaking computer. Yeah. Throw it up on your freaking 70-inch TV at home and mm-hmm. stare at it till your face turns blue. Exactly. Unless you're needing to decode a secret thing to get into a vault that held a bunch of our millions and billions of dollars. Bump, bump, bump. One lousy percent. One percent. One percent. So, yeah. Art. It's a beautiful thing, but we're going to move on from it. <laughs> it's it, a beautifully expensive thing. Yes. That doesn't make sense to me. Speaking of art, uh-huh. have, you, have you seen some tattoos that somebody in this world actually thought was a good idea? Oh, God. I've seen some horrible ones. That <laughs> I've seen. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's just, if you Google it, uh-huh. there's so many portraits out there. Worst tattoos. There's either that, uh, misspelled words. There are some great ones out there. But, some bitch, man. So, since we're on the subject of talking um, about expensive shit, I just Googled something, and you might shit your brains a little bit. Shit your brains. <laughs> shit my brains. <laughs> you shit your brains shit right brains. out of your ears. All right. So, you're, okay. The most expensive tattoo in the world came from a jewelry designer, Yer Shemansky. It is indeed made of 612 half-carat diamonds. What? Guess how much it costs to get this bad boy. It's a tattoo? Yeah. How the fuck? $924,000. How the fuck do you get a tattoo with diamonds? I don't know. I'm Googling it. I don't know if they're embedded in the skin or what. Do you like crush crush up the diamonds really fine and put them in the ink? How does it go in? I don't even know how that would work. Do they like, what if they fall out? Fuck, I hope not. 300 an hour, that's not, yeah. There's some tattoo artists. They're $1,000 an hour. Mine charges Paul, a hundo. Paul Booth. Mine charges a hundo. Paul Booth? What does Paul Booth cost? He's actually not horrible. Um, he 500 No, 300 an hour. Oh, that's it? Not bad. Not bad. Oh, he does. It has a strict no-face policy, which I respect that. If they refuse to do stuff on the face, that's... Oh, no face policy. Yeah. But this dude, he's tattooing, has tattoos on the freaking, he has a freaking, and he has face tattoos, obviously. Um, well, I'm sure it's as long as he doesn't do it. Right. This dude that he's tattooing, though, has like freaking barbells running on his spine through it. The shit people do to their bodies. Ew. Yeah. That's what I had a buddy that used to be a tattoo artist, and he had a no face policy, too. Yeah. He was like, you know, I'm not going to ruin your life. Yeah, exactly. By tattooing your face. I would, yeah, I would do nothing above the shoulders. No. Yeah. If you can't cover it with a long sleeve. Yeah. I mean, granted, there's there's situations where, okay, do whatever the fuck you want to do. Right. Like, if you're retired and you've got a good financial status, like I know, you and I both know a guy that's thinking the same retired thing. and he's doing, got some going doing well financially. Yeah. And he's got neck hands. All that stuff. No face, I don't think. No, I don't think no so. No face either. or no head, but pretty much everything else. Right. And it's like, okay, fine. And I wonder with his no face policy, if he does do like head and ears around the ears and shit, I would imagine so. Well, the head, I don't think people realize, like, if you get a tattoo on the top of your head, you just grow your hair out. Exactly. Your hair yeah. is still going to grow. Yeah. Eliah lives with a little brother. He, His roommate um, got the sides of his... Um, like where you run, you know, like when you do like a high fade or high and tight. Uh-huh. He got a tattoo down the sides. Um, some, uh, I don't even know what it was, some birds or something like that. But you can't even see him because he grew his hair out. Yeah. So. You just grow your hair out and then. That would be a painful ass place to get a freaking tattoo though. Uh, Yeah, probably. No, thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. But speaking of finances, I was kind of doing some, uh, I was bored uh-huh. because I'm a cop. So I don't make much money. Um, but I want to take fun vacations. Oh, hell yeah. And so I found this article, actually, that was the 23 most affordable international vacations that are perfect for budget travelers. Oh. It's actually kind of interesting. They say Peru is the number one on the list. Peru's pretty... There's there's some places that kind of surprise you on there. There's a guy... Well, this I don't know who this guy is, but he was quoted on there saying, I went to Peru for 10 days for $2,000. Oh, shit. Yeah. Damn. says the exchange rate is about one American dollar is equal to three souls. 
Mm-hmm. Which I'm assuming is three dollars. Is this spells souls like <clears throat> I'm gonna eat your soul? S O L E S. Yeah. Uh, Lima was probably the most affordable city this person had been to. The food was amazing, incredibly well priced. Things that are normally forty dollars in America were about twenty five in Peru. Huh. That's kind of cool. Peru would be kind of fun to go to. What else do we got here? South Africa. Africa's got some really pretty places. Yeah, they do. Um, They have a lot of hotels in South Africa that range from about 10 to 15 U.S. dollars per night. Oh, no kidding, huh? Holy shit. This person was quoted as saying, I spent two entire months in South Africa for 1,300 U.S. dollars. Wow. Yeah. Oh, never mind. No? Yeah, well, they did it, but then it says, by staying in hostels, couch surfing, using public transportation, and hitchhiking. That makes sense now. Never mind. No. <laughs> don't think I'd be doing that. I, I don't think so either. I, yeah. Yeah. Like, back in the day, Dad, <coughs> Dad and his buddy backpacked all over Europe. I can't remember if it was for a month or two while they were in the Air Force, and... um he said the people over there where they were at were just super nice. Like they'd just backpack on main roads or, you know, trails and whatnot. And people would stop. Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, how's it going? They, he said they're the nicest people in the world. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, we're getting to this place. They're like, oh, they're at, oh, jump in. That's on our way. And they'd jump in and then go to a pub and hang out. And people would be like, oh, you want to stay at our house? And I don't remember if he told me how many people's houses he stayed at or whatever. But he said that, you know, huh. little, you know, bed and breakfasts. <clears throat> it's a predator's paradise. Yes. Nowadays, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, no. Fuck that. Would you like it to get to more call, little boy? This is actually an interesting one, too. have a drink or two. That I have a, I have an old buddy that's actually, well, he's from there because he's Vietnamese. Mm-hmm. But Vietnam is number four on the list here. I don't know if I'm uh, Vietnam. It's not the 60s. Well, no. I, I know. Quit looking at me and talking to me like I'm four. <laughs> now, 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 little Josh. talking about Babe Ruth. You be nice. You be nice. It, what does it say here? It's not cheap to get there from the U.S., but once you're there, it's great. We spent nine nights in Vietnam uh, and spent just about three to four hundred U.S. dollars, excluding lodging and our international flight. So, on the subject of flights and all that stuff, I was looking just for the heck of it because the wife really wants to go to uh, France. Oh yeah, <clears throat> um, for this one place to go and i don't i haven't looked into france enough to know the good places to go but it's france it's pretty cool all the way around um i don't see why not yeah and this one was like right outside of paris area Mm -hmm. um with flight hotel transportation to the hotel um and the resort wasn't all-inclusive but it's like breakfast in this full like really fancy breakfast anyways yeah it was twenty five hundred dollars per person Per person for how long? Um, that was for ten days. So for you and the wife, it'd be like five grand for yeah, ten days to go to fly over there and stay. That's not bad. So you just have to figure in food and everything, which is cheaper than what we paid for Disney World. Oh fuck, dude! I've heard Disney World and Disneyland are just fucking rip offs. Oh man, like, I, it was fun, motherfucker. And we stayed in a. I mean, all the hotels in Disney are pretty decent, but we stayed in one of their you know cheaper family type. Uh, rooms mm-hmm. and it was still like $95 a night. We stayed there for 13 days. Oh, shit. For 13 days? No, I lied. 13 days? That's no, we did. Yeah, we played. We stayed like there for maybe to, 10. Maybe it was 10. Fuck, I can't it's remember. like going to Las Vegas, dude. I spent a week in Vegas and after three days, I was ready to fucking come home. Yeah. You know how I started off my days there? Huh. After the first day when I really pisses me off about that place. Alcohol. Oh, yeah, I needed alcohol. <laughs> and I flew over a bottle of Johnny Walker Double Black. Uh-huh. Freaking amazing, by the way. But anyways, um, the first day, I didn't have anything to drink. And I started noticing that, I mean, anybody can rent, like, a scooter over there, like a, like a handicap-type scooter. Like a little moped thing? Yeah. Or, not, like, or like, the little... Like, uh, you get at, like, a grocery store, pretty yeah, much, except for, like, nicer. Like the ones that you the see three, people... The three-wheel yeah. cart things. And I started noticing that a lot of these people that were sitting on them were just fat. They were just big. Yeah. And when I got I got cut off by someone, she was just freaking just putting around on this thing. And she was a big bitch. Four bills? Five bills? Oh, at least. TL- at least a good four. TLC knocking on the door? I mean, you heard that thing. The wheelbarrows were like... Arr! 
as it was rolling around, that motor's struggling. I'm waiting for her to break down. But anyways, no, she goes rolling by me. And I mean, not by me. I'm walking and my wife is like a little bit ahead of me. Uh-huh. And this, she just like, she, I wouldn't have, <clears throat> if I hadn't stopped, I would have died there. Because you don't, even if it's a scooter, you get ran over by four of, bills. That's a lot of momentum. You're done. Did you ever see that South Park episode where they had those scooters on there? Uh, Holy shit. No. I think they, what are they called? Vespas? Mm. Or what? Are you talking about the two wheel? Is that what those are? No, those are those are segways. Yeah, those are segways. I think is Vespa what those things are called? I don't know. Go but on they with were, your story now. But we'll they see. were talking about like South Park showed these big people riding around on these scooters and stuff like that. <laughs> the kids, if they are called Vespas, the kids would go Vespa tipping. Oh yeah, and tip them over, and then as soon as these people would hit their side, they'd start like squealing like pigs and flailing. Are they the little scooter things? I think yeah, the same things like that. Yeah, those things. Okay, yeah. or no, they got three wheels, but okay. yeah, same thing. I think Vespa does make a three wheel version, but yeah. Um, but no, this lady, but she fuck just it was horrible. Cuts me off, and I start. <clears throat> I, I'm like, you fucking kidding me, you fat bitch! I I was pissed. I was mad, and my wife just comes back and just grabs me and just starts pulling me away. Like you're gonna get us kicked out of the park. Did she even? Did that chick like even acknowledge you were doing that? Or did no, she just no. I keep... think she was so fat that her fat was going into her ears, and she couldn't. Her hear ear anything. canals were blocked up. Yeah. So the way I started my next days off, the rest of the time we were there ah. was I would take a Dixie cup, and it wasn't a shot or two shots. It was probably three worth. No food in the morning because I did, I waited to eat lunch till we got on the park. I would throw down a good old glass of Johnny Walker, and I was great. I maintained that buzz through alcohol found in the park. Yeah, that's Miranda and them. Uh, my Miranda's family have been talking about doing a Disneyland, Disney World trip. Yeah. But fuck, all the stories I hear from it are, it's just stupid expensive. It's fucking overpacked. It's overcrowded like a motherfucker. Yeah. We even went during a slow time and it was dumb. Yeah. Now, provided they've opened up some new rides that would be (coughs) pretty cool to go to, like the Star Wars Yeah, but I don't want to stand in line for three fucking hours just to get on a 15 second roller coaster. Yeah. That's why you got there's slow times like apparently we went during normally was supposed to be a slow time and it would have been slow if the whole fucking state of New Jersey wasn't out for spring breaking down there. Oh. Like that's what their spring Wait, breaking. Wait, were you guys in Florida or California? Florida. Oh, okay. Yeah. But they have some ways to like speed up so like you have like four or five quick pass per day. And um, you just get on your phone and you click on the like availability times and be like, oh yeah, we want to go on this ride at one fifteen. Yeah. And so you just reserve your time and then you go do your thing. And once it gets about one, I think they want to show up like five minutes early to be in line. So you go over there about one ten. You go in the fast pass lane. That's what it is, fast pass. But how much does that fast pass cost? It's a part of your um, tickets. Which would cost how much? Tickets. Um, I got them because I was still in. The reserves at that point so i got them for a pretty decent price uh, i think it's about 100 to 110 bucks a day per person <sighs> yeah and you were there for how many days we did five which you need about three or you need three. at least three to see all the parks in florida and you paid for just you and the wife yeah or did you have one of the kids no we didn't have any of the kids with us we left those brats behind um so you spent <laughs> Spent how much just I on think tickets? for all of Disney World, for me and the wife, we spent right under a grand for just passes. And that's not including like food, souvenirs, hotel. Negative Ghost Rider. That's just to get in the fucking door. Just to get in the door. <coughs> that was the, with the park hopper too, so that because there's certain tickets you can buy that are a little bit cheaper, but you have to stay on that park you went the to whole day. Disney World? Disney World, yep. I'm going to look up. How much they pay their employees? Minimum wage, usually. Let's see. 30000 annually. Yep. 730 Walt Disney World employee salaries. Walt Disney World employees earn $30,000 annually on average or $14 per hour, which is 70% lower than the national salary average of 62000 per year. That's the average? God dang. They went on strike at one point. They did, yeah, because they're getting paid dog shit. Disney and you World have to always to be raise. happy. You have to be <coughs> weighed on people hand and foot. And there's some, well, you know, there's some rude mother effers out there. Oh, yeah. Screw that. 
Then we went to Epcot, which is kind of cool. You walk around the park at Epcot, and um, you try all the foods from around the world. It wasn't really that spectacular, though. When Amanda went, because she went when she was 16, and then once right before I met her, actually. Um, and Did oh, she go when she was 16? The Epcot time? No, she didn't. She's only gone once, I think, before we went. And they did around the world kind of thing. And it wasn't, it was a lot better, she said then. Now it's just like, if you go to like Germany, you think like sauerkraut and shit like that. Right. Like it was something like they cracked open a freaking can of sauerkraut from Walmart and dumped it in with some freaking German sausages. Oh. Oh, God. Here's something for you. Here's some Disneyland, Disney World. (gasps) Some Disneyland, Disney (laughs) World uh, employee rules. Yes. They're not allowed to say, I don't know. Yep. They must sign autographs the exact same way. So, like, if you and I rotated shifts dressing up like Mickey Mouse, we better sign that Mickey Mouse autograph uh-huh. the same fucking way. Uh-huh. Uh, you got to let us know whose is better. There are height requirements. Uh, at Disneyland, height discrimination is a thing. Uh, and not just for those too short to ride the Matherhorn, whatever the fuck that is. Those playing Disney characters must meet certain height requirements, most of which are above five foot four. Hmm. No nail polish is allowed. Yep. No bending down to pick up trash. Yep. How the fuck is that a thing? They have they have trash cans everywhere. Strategically oh, really? placed. Yep. But they can't let's see. Disney requires all cast members to pick up trash, but they can't bend down and pick it up. Instead, they have to use a trash scooper to retrieve the trash and throw it away. Mm-hmm. There are strict rules about eyeglasses. Pointing in certain directions is forbidden. No kidding. Yeah. What does this say here? If you ask a Disneyland employee for directions, they won't point it out to you. Instead, they will use either their entire hand or two fingers to gesture to an area. In some cultures, pointing is considered rude, and Disney doesn't want to offend any of its guests. This is true. They must use code words uh, for things <laughs> for things that ruin the magic. Uh, example, when a guest vomits, cast members must use the code word to alert others. Instead of... A, uh, Instead of calling attention to the problem, they use code words to communicate. If a guest gets sick and vomits, cast members call for backup on a code V. (laughs) Code V. (laughs) We got a code brown. We got a code brown by the Disney World. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. And you have to do, not only do you have to follow all those rules, but you get paid $14 an hour. No? No. And... I think Disney World, because um, when you drive on there, it's like driving on, kind of like driving on a base almost. It's like, it's its own city. Oh, yeah. I knew that. Yeah. No, the only, the closest I ever came to Disney World, uh, I went down to Daytona Beach with a coworker for a training. And his wife just happened to fly down to Orlando for like a little vacation too. So we drove from Daytona to Orlando mm-hmm. to like have dinner with her. And I drove down the freeway and I could look at, I looked out to the right and saw like the castles and shit right like in the distance and I'm like no Cinderella's castle <laughs> no yeah my wife she met Ariel again because it was her second I can't remember second or third time I'm pretty sure it's second time when we went um and that girl turned into like a freaking seven year old seeing her hero like the look on her face was just she grew up and that was the only show she'd watch was Little Mermaid. Oh. Yeah. She used to... She's Dedication. She used to lay on, you know, that that footstool kind of little coffee table thing in... The Ottoman? Uh, in the in-laws. Thing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, she used to, like, lay on that, and, you know, and Ariel was, like, on the rocks and singing um, Part of Your World or whatever song it is. She used Sing to, like, along. She would... When the song was going, she like acted out and sing it and everything. She's probably gonna kick my ass when she hears this, but <laughs> hey, I mean, she's a little hey, kid. All kids have dreams, man. They do. Yeah, she hers is to be a mermaid. Some kids want to be astronauts. Some kids want to be mermaids. Some kids want to be cops. Then you see the paycheck and you rethink your life decisions. Or you know you. Or you go to work at Disney World and you see your the paycheck and rethink them life decisions. This is bullshit. What the fuck? Yeah. 
this is bullshit. I would probably make it like a day. Uh, yeah, because you'd curse out a fat lady on a Vespa. <laughs> right, yeah. How you'd, would you get up be, and walk? You'd be in your Donald Duck costume and somebody cut you off. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yep, you're right. I would. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm not. I'm not kidding. Negative. But hey, look at that car seats from just fifty dollars <clears throat> on Wish. <gasps> I need to delete those damn <laughs> Chinese. Oh God, Chinese car seats. Yeah, getting in an accident uh, with that, and the freaking car seat would just go flying off through the windshield. Ex- probably. Yeah, the car seat would explode. Oh God, it's got a self-destruct sequence. <laughs> Kid goes launching. God Almighty. Yeah. Oh man. All right. Well. I think it's time for a little hero talk. I, th- I had hero talk today. My favorite. Oh, you got it today? Yeah, remember okay. you talked last day. You do it. I'll save it. I'll save this one for next time. Okay. Good. Because I say I had this oh, yeah. one ready. That's right. I had. Oh, okay. Good. Okay. Yep. Oh, well, then in that case, go away. Go away, iPad. No. Hey, you mean go away. nice to that iPad. Please don't. <laughs> Ow. Yeah. Fucking, it's only a $5,000 piece of equipment. All right. What you uh, got? So this is what we've got. It was... It was a cold winter day. I'm going to back up a little bit here because I was reading through it, and I'm apparently at the bottom of the article. So we're going to talk about, golly, I hate these freaking sites, some of them. All right. Pop-ups? Corporal Richard S. Winemaster. He received the Navy Cross for Valor, and he was promoted to corporal moments before. um, This this was a caption on the uh, photo. Uh Lieutenant Colonel Reed is the one who bestowed these honors upon him. Okay. So Ambush Alley, that was what... They called this side street. It was nestled in the Sanjin district of Afghanistan's Helmand province, a Taliban stronghold. The street was just eight feet wide with 10-foot brick walls lining either side. That sounds like a good place for an ambush. That's a tunnel. Yep. And this was where Private First Class Richard Winemaster would prove his mettle. Winemaster and other members of the 2nd Battalion, 7th Marine Regiment were conducting a dismounted patrol through Ambush Alley on the 8th of July, 2008, where they were attacked by Taliban fighters. No shit. I wonder why. They call it fucking Ambush Alley. Right. Small arms fire rained down on the Americans. Winemaster, who had been in Afghanistan just over two months, was leading the way with his machine gun. It was his first deployment. Unfazed, Winemaster fired back with his automatic weapon. His awarded citation states that he confronted a withering volume of fire that passed within meters of his position. I wonder if he used those big words. Anyways. Then insurance lobbed two hand grenades over the wall. One landed near Winemaster's team, leader Lance Corporal Travis Wilkerson, and three other Marines. Have you read this one? No, you said insurance, and I'm pretty sure you meant to say insurgents. Did I say insurance? You said insurance, so <laughs> I was confused. Insurgents, yes, sorry. Insurance policies not lobbed. talk today. Insurance policies lobbed hidden fees. You were meters not going to cash in on that house fire. <laughs> All right, so That's insurgents. <laughs> Winemaster reacted immediately. First, he pushed Wilkerson away from the grenade. Then, astonishingly, astonishingly Winemaster jumped toward it, intending to put himself between the blast and his comrades. The grenade exploded while Winemaster was midair, according to an account by World Herald News Service, because they were there. Um, yeah, because they were right there writing shit down. Right. So shrapnel penetrated his head, legs, and abdomen. One piece went through his eye socket and into his brain. Oh, shit. Wilkerson, let the team leader, was unscathed, as were other nearby Marines. Winemaster had saved them from the grenade's explosion. Incredibly, rather than seeking treatment for his devastating injuries, Winemaster resumed the fight. He took up his machine gun and fired at enemy forces just 50 yards away. Even in his weakened state, he was effective. His awarded citation credits him with engaging enemy forces with accurate automatic weapons fire and forcing them to break contact. Before long, Winemaster collapsed from his injuries. He was medically evacuated, and it was unclear whether he would survive. In the end, Winemaster pulled through. Two pieces of shrapnel remain lodged in his brain. Ouch. Hmm. For his actions on July 8th, 2008, Winemaster received the Navy Cross, the second highest award given for distinctive valor. During the award ceremony, I know we're thinking the same thing. Yeah. He also was promoted meritoriously to corporal. Winemaster deflects the praise to his teammates, crediting them with life, with saving his life. If it wasn't for my Marines, I wouldn't be here. He reflected at a Marine Corps League meeting. I'm walking, I'm talking with this piece of shrapnel in my brain. I should be brain dead. And he's right. 
Why yeah. the fuck was he not given the? I was about to say medal uh, of honor. I think he should have a like a blue necklace thing. Yes. What the fuck? Right. But of course, you know, being the hero and humble as he was, he yeah, stated, he's not going to say that. No, he said, "I didn't do anything special." He insisted at his award ceremony. Everyone on my left and right would have done the same thing. I was just in the right place at the right time. It gives me a little bit of chills right there. Give that man a. A medal. What the Wait, fuck? A better medal. <laughs> give him the better. You gave him the second best medal. Give right. him the best medal. Yeah. Don't exactly. give him the second best medal. Golly. What dude. the shit? But yeah. Wow, that's a good one. That is All a good right. one. That's right? a good one. Hell yes. Oh wow, you can't even follow that one. So. Yeah, that's. We got a treat next week though. Fucking heroes. Do we? Speaking of the next week's episode, well, you're the one putting it together. Oh, yes, we do. We do <laughs> I was like thinking, I'm like, what am I putting together? Go. Oh, that's right. Here Earth, I am. Hello. Joshy. We were going to do it this week, but there's some there things that some came up. There was some scheduling up. conflicts, like, yeah, stuff. All that good stuff. Life. Yeah. Y'all know. Stuff. Okay. It's, who the hell's on your hat? What team is it? Uh, that's the Peoria Chiefs. Oh, gotcha. Okay. It's a, sing, it's a low A baseball team. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yep. That's why I didn't. Yep. 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 Yeah. Don't you have like 50 of those fuckers? Uh, shit, I don't know. Some, I think like 40. Damn, son. I just like them. Yeah. But I've got there everything from, I've got minor league baseball teams, major league teams, football teams. I don't have any basketball teams. I don't watch basketball that much. Right. I just watch baseball and football a lot. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good times. But, all right, my beautiful peoples. Well, yeah, Wonderful next, next week we'll have our first guest on the show. Yes, we will. We'll save some details for that and then we're gonna start having more after that yeah I and then we, we finally got the setup for a guest so we do yep and then i think we can carry on some good conversations but we just need to bring in more people and we need different outlooks we do we need different outlooks different experiences different stories hell yeah people who are expert have an expertise in other things than just what listening to us ramble thing. yeah or just you know listening to us google articles and stuff like that all day right gotta take care of the peeps man right take care of the peeps but until then as always it's the holiday season. Don't spend too much money. Enjoy, enjoy <laughs> the good. Enjoy family time. Yeah, it's hard to not spend that much money. Right, especially when your refrigerator dies right. At yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was a took great your front time. door off just to get the damn fridge in the house. Yeah, but we got her there. We got I her. only made I only one little war wound, little, little knuckle skin. Yeah, one little war wound. But yeah, 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 yeah. It's beautiful though. I love it exactly. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy some some fine cigars, some fine liquor. Be good to each other. And we'll talk to you next time. God bless America.